We are honored and grateful that you could join us here on the Godfather, Godfather Minute. Hello, everyone. This hello. is <laughs> hello, hello, hello. This is the Godfather <laughs> Minute. Um, this is the show where we talk about the Godfather one minute at a time, break down the movie, mm-hmm. and so on. Uh, this is minute sixteen. Minute sixteen of the Godfather. Alex, you don't sit down in Portland, Oregon, and start episode sixteen of the Godfather like that. <laughs> you get ahead of yourself there. So, I know, uh, but you know, I, ha- I have to. <laughs> I have to say that Freddy. listening back to all the previous episodes, I realized we're we're way heavy with the Godfather impressions, Vito impressions, Vito, yeah, yeah, Vito himself, and so I'm I'm making an effort to now start to transition into other characters. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. I can't. Are you going to do a different character each week? I don't know if I'm going to structure like that. I'm okay. going to. I'm going to see how jazz. it goes. Yeah, it's jazz. Yeah. So anyway, this is minute sixteen of the Godfather. Mm-hmm. Sweet sixteen. Minute sixteen, 16. of the Godfather. Alex, <laughs> a minuto numero sedici. A minuto numero. <laughs> a minuto numero. Do you want to say it with me? Yes. Excellent. Minuto Minero Seidichi. Perfect. Oh my gosh. All right. So we'll be back next week with Minuto 17. 17 Dichi. No, I do know how to say 17, but we'll save it for next time. Maybe that'll be on the bonus overtime after hours. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll save that. We'll discuss that at the end of the show. So, um,. Yeah, so this is minute sixteen. Uh, it starts off with a smiling Don and the smiling Don, a smiling Michael, smiling and Michael, resplendent in his military gear, as he eagerly awaits the answer to the what I think is the theme of the question, the theme of the whole movie. This question is the theme of the movie. Okay, how do you like your lasagna? Right, and it cuts away before we hear the answer. I, oh my god, I never thought of the significance of that. Now you're a musician, uh-huh. and I don't know. I don't. I'm going to skip ahead and say I don't think we ever find out if she likes the lasagna. How she likes it? Yeah, I'm guessing that she does like it, or else she would not be in the story. At beyond the wedding scene. Well, it's funny you say that because I was going to say that is almost like a uh, that's almost like a uh, symbol of like oh, so mm-hmm. how do you like us Italians? Like how do you like us lasagna? Yeah. And we don't hear Kay's answer. Yeah. Oh, excellent. And you're you're a musician. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you know how? Yes, I am a oh. musician. You you didn't a write musician. that. Musician. You didn't write that. I had a time. I wrote that you? right now to prove oh. that you are right that I am a musician. <laughs> A musician. So, uh, and you know, there's sort of like, I don't know the terminology or notes, quarter staff, things. But isn't there a thing where like if if you kind of set up a note structure, it has to like resolve? Yeah, you could call that a resolution. Right. Mm -hmm. So this one, it's almost like it's left unresolved. Oh, I see. Yeah. So it's like it almost mm-hmm. like nags the back mm-hmm. of your head. Oh boy, what is the term for that musically? It might mm. maybe a cadence. That's I think that's a generic term for something you're sustaining. Like ah, yeah, ah, that is some K- sustain. That is Katie. Katie, you like your lasagna? 
And we never find out. <laughs> She's like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that would, I, we probably talked about this already, but it would be awesome to read no, as Ray, a musical. Yeah. No, the whole thing as a musical. Oh, we should totally write an, like a mus- Godfather opera. the musical. Opera. Dude, Perfect. That's totally, and then they'll do, do it, it in Godfather 3. They'll perform it. And Michael Corleone Jr. will be the one singing the. You haven't seen Godfather Three, but that's Michael Corleone is a Jr. is an opera singer. That. Oh, that's right. No, it's not. Oh, you mean? Yeah, he is, he is an opera it singer. It is his son. Yeah. yeah, it is his son. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh-huh. Luca Brazzi, why have you come to me on my daughter's wedding day? <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> All right, come on, it's work in progress. We'll right, get that's there. what we'll do for our bonus content. Yes. Original songs. Original but, songs. You know, <laughs> so, I'm up for the yeah. challenge. Okay. Uh, anyway, so it starts off with Michael smiling, and then mm-hmm. it immediately cuts to we're back in the Don's uh, secret lair, dark, 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 dingy office, gloomy. Yeah, uh, and then we see the uh, fearsome presence of Luca Brasi Luca himself, Brazzi. who we just learned last week mm-hmm. was a very scary guy. Very scary guy. Yeah, you know, who does stuff for his for his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I think he uh, likes the lasagna. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so this is the famous scene in which uh, in which uh, Luca does his rehearsed speech. Mm-hmm. He's that, been practicing yeah, for practicing. at least fifteen minutes outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As far as we know, he's the only one waiting outside who practiced his delivery because mm. we don't see anybody else. Practicing. That would have been funny if we still, we already did we <laughs> made talked about, about that, how yeah. you see the baker yeah. going over the stuff <laughs> and uh, the corpse valet Bonacera yeah. uh-huh. going over his speech. Uh-huh. And it's like, uh, I have a theory that auditions, montages are always funny. You mean even in a drama? Yes. Like, if you have a scene where they're like, okay, we have to get someone for this part. Let's let's audition some actors. And then it's just like one actor doing a thing, and then it cuts to another uh, actor. Yeah. It's such a great, oh, yeah. easy thing to do yeah. comedy. comedy. They should have done that they with this. Done that. Having different, seeing all the people <laughs> petitioning the Don for, yeah. for various things. So, uh, uh, But despite Luca's hours maybe weeks of practicing i'm not sure he was able to deliver when the time came right do you think now you a little peek behind the curtain you just got married this past summer just past summer so do you now having been on the other side of a wedding Mm -hmm. do you think like luca was on the a list of invitees like, did Luca have weeks and months to prepare for this? Or was it the kind of thing where Luca just got the invitation last week because they know, were like, he's probably not going to come and, you know, we'll just invite I, him. I think, he doesn't expect it. Yeah. Well, I think we talked in the last episode that he wasn't a lot, that he, they couldn't be seen publicly together because right. Luca had a reputation yeah. for doing all these horrible deeds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he wanted to show his respect. Right. And so he was, I, I don't know if he's out there. Well, he was out there practicing his speech publicly so clearly people see that he's there well at they the are, wedding I mean, and he's invited really, that's not really public I mean, yeah. it's not like that's true it's like everyone there is i assume knows what's going yeah. on with this uh this yeah, i mean the question is do you invite the muscle of the family to the wedding right but you don't want to insult him yeah the last person you oh, want to insult is the muscle no way yeah. yeah they should totally hit him now while they got the muscle yeah we're gonna learn a little bit more about luca brazzi later yeah but I do want to point out in the book, Puzo writes that he's one of the most feared men in the underworld. Wow. He's not. It's it's kind of interesting, I think, nowadays in modern action movies, war yeah. movies, you, you see less of the power of one. Oh, maybe not. I was going to say the less one man is less powerful as technology and weaponry has increased. Yeah. But it seems like maybe back then one man could do a lot of 
damage. One man with a suitcase, can, with a briefcase, can true. do more damage than a hundred Luca Brazzi's with yeah. uh, with a uh, court order. No, yeah, I could see what and, you mean. And 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 Puzo had written that back about fifteen years earlier that uh, some people had tried to kill the Godfather, and this was around the olive the quote olive oil war period. Mm-hmm. And Luca personally went after them and killed six men in two weeks just by himself. Wow. Well, wow, but it's almost like nowadays, I feel like there's been a killer creep in, in decades because six <laughs> yeah. men in two weeks doesn't seem like a lot of people, whereas it's like Steven one Seagal and Jackie two... Chan's killing that many in, in two seconds. Well, maybe it's not so much the quantity as the quality. Like, who oh. were the six guys? Because oh, you're right. True, we see, yeah. you know, you can... Um, uh, you know, every action, you know, there's like a whole bunch of unnamed guards who just get killed. Yeah. And that's like nothing. But if yeah. it's like six like bosses. Yeah. I wonder like, if you're going to learn about that in the the alternate novels. I have. I have. They are all available. I've ordered them all for my all Kindle. Right. So uh, so as I read them, I will, I wonder, I will dispense information cool. like so many nickels and dimes. <laughs> nickels and dimes in your pockets. You've got characters you're reading. I'm also reading. I'm currently reading a book called... Uh, Easy Riders Raging Bulls. Hmm. It is a uh, very famous book about uh, movies, the movie Hollywood in the 70s, which oh, a lot wow. of people regard as kind of the peak of oh, yeah. American Boy. like serious filmmaking. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of Francis Ford Coppola is like, he's got his fingerprints all he's over all that over stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, oh, that's awesome. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, Great. I'll dispense some of those. Hey, we got a lot of source material. Yeah. Excellent. He did not want to do The Godfather. So he did not he want did to not want to do the guy from the very beginning. Yeah, Is because because them a bunch of those like him and George Lucas and those guys all thought of themselves as kind of like more European style who mm. wanted to do smaller kind of more personal movies. But mm. they're like, if you do this movie, you can and it goes well. It'll, you know, yeah. you'll be able to write your own check for a hundred movies after yeah, that. Exactly. So uh, yeah, one. What do they say? One director with yeah. with a hit movie makes more money than hundred. Oh, art students, oh, yeah, hundred film students making art projects for small art house movie theaters. You get the idea, consigliere. Yeah. In these spirit awards. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I just so. called you my consigliere. It'd be really interesting if every mm. no, I'm just uh, just in the Godfather, place. right? Yeah, I haven't formally asked you, my right. brother, to be my consigliere. Well, we'll get to that another time. Okay. But do other people in the movie, other characters, have consigliaries besides the crime bosses like Cunha and, and, um, uh, and um, Strazi? Yeah, Strazi and uh, Tatalia. He's Tatalia. a Does he? I mean, all the crime bosses. Oh I no, Tatalia's a pimp. Oh, that's right. He's a pimp. He's got holes. <laughs> And he saves that gambling fast. <laughs> oh, so you mean does like uh, does yeah, like does, Connie have a consigliere? Yeah, does Fred Fredo have a consigliere that you just don't see? Well, I, I imagine it's probably not a consigliere. Mm-hmm. Although, because I imagine like especially when Fredo goes out west, Fredo mm-hmm. goes west. <laughs> <laughs> like he probably has his own crew. Pop. Yeah, I imagine he has his own crew of of screw ups and that's true but he's got idiots. a he's got someone counseling him right yeah i guess that would be mo no mo green wouldn't be his consigliere no. mo's his boss no you don't talk to a guy like mo green about that yeah. <laughs> so yeah i imagine they all i imagine uh frankie five angels has his own yeah. and uh and even tessio and clemenza probably have wow. there they must really? have second bananas and you know yeah i guess yeah 
I guess someone that they might is, not be lawyers the way someone that's not really the, hating Hagen is, but mm-hmm. so yeah, someone that could bounce ideas off of, yeah. confide in. Yeah. yeah, boy, can you imagine who Fredo, the guy who listens to Fredo's harebrained schemes? <laughs> <laughs> what am I son a nightclub? I know. Get this, it's Mickey Mouse themed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it would be great to 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 go to some club where all the consigliaries go just to unwind oh, and hear them like bitch about each other's bosses. Don Vito, he's got me flying to Hollywood to yeah. talk to this producer chump. <laughs> yeah. I went to law school for this. Yeah. I go all the way to this guy's house for dinner just to have him say no, and I gotta go all the way back home know. after that. I'll close it in my pocket. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, back to back to uh, Luca Frasi mm-hmm. and the and the gang. Mm-hmm. Um, here's something so, kind of funny on a personal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, our mother is a, a huge Godfather fan. She loves the Godfather. There's a, there's a couple of lines that she always quotes all the time that I assumed were big lines in the movie, and then when I finally saw it, I was like, "That's it. It's just like a throwaway <laughs> line." Specifically, um, was there one from this minute? That she well, no, it's not recites. from this minute, but uh, she when I remember if you bring up Luca Brazzi to you, she'd be all like, Oh, Luca Brazzi, like she feels bad for him because because he's because he clearly is like nervous around around the dog. Oh, because oh, I thought because of his fate, no, no, she not because of his fate, but just because like oh, he's oh. clearly very nervous and, and shy. And she doesn't know he killed six guys you know? <laughs> all by himself, yeah, exactly, but like over two weeks, yeah, okay. over two weeks. That's mm. what is it, a guy every other day? I feel like I could kill six people over two weeks. I think it, you definitely with the internet now you can definitely oh, get totally. that done well i think that's funny that our mother feels feels bad it tells you it's a lot yeah. it tells you a lot and some background information our mother was a nurse on a psychiatric ward at a public hospital in new york oh you think that's you think that's part I of the reason yeah, I mean, oh, being in that business she sees people that have she's mental empathy. illness yeah, yeah she really has empathy hmm. for people who are done i mean yeah. she used to come home and tell me like oh uh I feel like make sure you don't do drugs. I I work with these people that are just oh they're in such rough shape, and mm-hmm. I don't want this to happen to you and your brother. And I say too late, mom. <laughs> just kidding, mommy, for listening. <laughs> anyway, I could see why she would have uh, empathy for sympathy for, uh, and also maybe knowing his fate too. Maybe she's like, oh, yeah. here he is. He's all nervous. I guess it goes to the same thing with they're presenting all the bad guys as being very human characters. Yeah, you know, it's brilliant. Don's the Don's playing with a cat. Luca Brazzi's all nervous, and mm-hmm. you never see Luca Brazzi kill anybody. Yeah, you see him be you see him be nervous, and then you see him get killed. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, you know by surprise too. Yeah, it's oh, so bloated face, this tongue sticking out of you. <laughs> oh, we'll get to that. Oh yeah. So um, so he delivers his speech. And yeah, it's a very famous monologue. Very famous monologue. And that's the bulk of this minute is him mm-hmm. delivering that. Uh, like we said, despite his practicing, he stumbles right out of the gate. Totally. And I do we want to analyze it? Well, like, no, to be fair, we don't know. Oh, yes, we totally do. <laughs> we don't know if this is right out of the gate. I like to imagine that like they've been standing there for like five minutes. Oh. As he's like, <laughs> so, like, he keeps starting over. Don Adams. I mean, <laughs> oh, sorry. Let me, let me start over Don Corleone. Don Corleone. Don, Don, Don Corleone. <laughs> he's trying to get the note right. Don, Don. Don't, let me start over. Don, Don Corleone. <laughs> Now, is that the character messing up or the actor? And they just kept it. In this case, yes. did we talk about that already? <laughs> it, is the, it is the actor messing up. It's, that's right. This See, scene was filmed first, and, oh, and they could right. not get yes. him to do a... He could not do the whole thing he because he was nervous it. about being in yeah. front of Marlon Brando. Yeah. And they were going to overdub it, but they couldn't get anyone to do his voice. Is that true? No, I just oh, made okay. that up. <laughs> when his red Fredo tried to overdub it, he was like, no, oh, call me on. 
I'm so <laughs> glad that pop, you, pop. <laughs> yeah, you didn't even change the words. <laughs> I'm glad you invited me to my sister's wedding. I mean, <laughs> Khan's wedding. <laughs> I feel like I got stepped over, but uh, I, I hope your next child is a masculine child. <laughs> yeah, so he could not memorize the lines, mm-hmm. and so that's why they had that scene of him practicing. Of him Brilliant. practicing. Yeah, was, I was a Coppola. Coppola. He I was think, born yeah. to make this movie. Forget those art pictures he wanted. Right. To do. Well, that was in, the, in the, that Easy Riders book. They're saying mm-hmm. like this. This touch. This movie had all the things in it that would be in in throughout his career. It has to do with, like, family and the father relationships and all this, Mm -hmm. like, you know, because he really elevated it. Because, you know, you're reading. So are you just reading the book along or have you Uh, finished I'm a bit ahead because there are parts ahead that touch on what we Not entirely chronologically, yeah. Yeah, um, No, but you're right. I can see how... I mean, the book was a success right away right, when yeah. it was released, but it, he yeah. certainly made it into... Yeah, he fought to have it be a period thing and yeah. not have hippies in it and hippies stuff. Hippies and Fredo. <laughs> well, that would have been That would have been great. Well, we can do that when we make the musical. Mm, totally, yeah. <laughs> Ours will be set. Oh, this. perfect. It'll be like the music, 70s music, like hair. Mm. Our like, thing will be as if someone in 1975 said... Hey, let's make a Godfather musical. Yes. And it's all disco. It's all and, disco. And, uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Everyone's on roller skates. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, if there had to be one roller skate scene in the movie, mm-hmm. what would, which scene would you imagine? In this movie? In, yeah. Well, uh, in the musical version of Godfather 1. I think it would be the scene in, uh, when they're in Sicily. And she's, um, they're like, hey, he's like, hey, where did, where did uh, so-and-so go? And then he looks and he sees the guy running away. And then, and then Michael's like, no, Apollonia, no. And she's on the roller skates going, Monday, Tuesday. We're <laughs> and and he blows up the whole, yeah. oh, the disco ball blows up. That'd be a great 70s <laughs> yeah, totally, move. yeah. All the scenes <laughs> with cars awesome. should be replaced by people on roller skates. <laughs> but leave the cannoli, leave the gun, take the cannoli. <laughs> All that should be on roller skates. That's awesome. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's go through it. Let's go through it line by line. Okay, you got the script. I do. Great. Uh, it starts off. Dong, dong, go, How do we want to do this? Do we want to like recite it together? I will say the line, and you re- then read it as Luca Brasi. Okay, ready. Don, action. action. Don Corleone. Don Corleone. I am honored and grateful. I am honored and grateful that you have invited me. To your daughter's wedding. That you have invited me to your daughter's wedding. <laughs> you're getting a little wah-wah out of there. I'm thinking of the 70s. Yeah. That you have invited me to your daughter's wedding. And then he realizes, on your daughter's wedding and there's day. a big pause. Yeah, I yeah. love that pause because you could see the gears turning. Yeah. He's on, not acting at that point. That's really that guy is really. On yeah. your daughter's wedding day. And I hope that their first child. And I hope that these are like vows. You're like yeah. the priest, like telling <laughs> Tom Hagen just should have been there telling him what to say. Oh, totally like true. we're like this, yeah, <laughs> we're whispering. This. <laughs> what was it again? Uh, and, oh, and I hope that your first. And child. I hope that your first child you don't be a masculine <laughs> child. I pl- I pledge. I pledge my ever, my ever, ever ending loyalty. Ever- Never ever ending loyalty. All right, so we should stop at this point because, first of all, his ever ending loyalty. Does he say ever? He says ever ending loyalty because he says. Wait, is that backwards? Then does that mean it ends? Yeah, ever ending. Always ending. Oh, there's some (laughs) foreshadowing. Oh, that's true. Oh man, 
Wow, um, what a great movie! Well, also this is the this is this this is the moment when um, the kids run in right then. Yeah, right oh, in that yeah. moment. And Who, whose uh, kids are these? Well, Francis Ford Coppola said at Italian weddings, kids have a have the run of the place. Oh, so I, there could be there could be hundreds of people yeah. whose kids these. You know, there must you know every figure there's got to be. Yeah, tons of kids. Yeah, I guess I just because you figure. Uh, at the very least, we see Sonny has kids. Sonny has we kids. See, uh, yeah, you see a bunch of kids. Zach Clemenza around. has kids. We yeah, see Tessio Cl- dancing Cl- a little Clemenza girl. Has kids. Hey, hey well, watch the kids when you're backing out. <laughs> so, it's true. I guess Paulie. I wonder why they. Oh, Paulie won't he see him no more. I guess how are the kids getting into the office? I mean, Nazarene had to wait uh, a while. You know how kids are. They get into Amerigo everything. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, but this particular shot, and I don't know if this is intentional or not, but beautifully composed oh, shot where the kids run in and <clears throat> there's Don and uh, the Don and uh, Luca Brazzi are standing there mm-hmm. and their half of the room is all black and it's shadows. Oh, yeah. And the part that the kids are running in, you, you can, it's like there's a lamp there and you can see oh, the, wow. like you can see the kind of, so it's almost like the it's brighter. It's like the the evil part, and then there's like the kids are like innocent and and, oh, and so on. I did not notice that. Yeah, I, I knew really that you can see shot. the kids well, and yeah. Tom just pulls them to the side. Yeah. Oh, and Tom protects them from that evil. He pulls them. That's away. true. He yeah, sort of shields yeah. them. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, very interesting. Very cool. Uh, yeah. Um, Gordon Willis was the cinematographer, and mm. famously, like the lighting in the he won the I think he won an Academy Award for this, mm. and the lighting particularly is very you know it's a lot of warm browns and mm. a lot of heavy shadows mm-hmm, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, did Francis Ford Coppola want to work with him, or was there was there headbutting? Was he assigned both. by Paramount? <laughs> there were both oh. both of these things oh. are true because. Uh, uh, Coppola would want to just kind of like improvise, like have the actors be able to improvise and walk around the room and do whatever they wanted. But the cinematographer is like, well, you can't do that because if you walk three feet that way, you're going to be in total. The camera's not yeah. going to see you. You're going to be in pitch blackness because yeah. yeah. lighting is, is oh, such wow. a way. And yeah. so they would constantly like argue wow. about that. So I think Willis was right because I think the lighting and stuff, you know, particularly oh, these boy. indoor shots of the yeah. bounce office are very lit very oh, well and, and moodily. Yeah. But um, so are they the Lennon and McCartney of this movie? Hmm. Sorry, the Coppola being <laughs> comparing Fred's Ford Coppola to Paul McCartney. <laughs> if anything, I would say it was probably more uh, the, the 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 Kinks brothers because okay. I feel like they were gotten into a lot more oh, arguments than, fighting than, and than, throwing than, stuff uh, at each other. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm trying to give another f- famous like, pair who was like uh, like Gershwin and his writing partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those guys. Yeah, <laughs> back to Luca Brazzi. Luca Brazzi. So the kids run in. Your ever-ending loyalty uh-huh. for your daughter's bridal purse. Daughter's bridal purse. When I heard him talk about bridal purse, you know mm-hmm. who I thought of right away? Who? Paulie. That's right. Oh, my own and two months old. Oh, not. Oh, what I'd give to get into that bridal purse. Yeah. So, oh, Paulie? Oh, you won't be seeing him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the bridal purse, yes. uh, in the book, mm-hmm. Puzo writes that uh, Luca had spent a lot of time calculating how much money everyone else had given Connie mm-hmm. as a gift, and he made sure to give the most. Now, he didn't. Puzo didn't yeah. write how he made those calculations, yeah. but that's how important it was for Luca to show his respect to the Don that he made this calculation to give more than everybody else huh. did. Uh, Maybe there was a set schedule, like if you're someone like Clemenza, if you're a Papal like regime, you you give yeah. five grand, and if you are 
Yeah, but how could you not give member. more? If the expected thing was you give five grand, who would not be like, I'm going to give him seven, I'm going to give him seven, five, just as a, yeah. Oh, you're saying it would just keep escalating. Oh, boy, it's good to be the Don. Yeah. Well, so that's an interesting thing. So Luca is so publicly known as a bad guy that he Mm -hmm. can't even really be seen there. Whereas Tessio and Clemenza, they, they, uh, you know, they apparently are not as thought of as bad. I guess. I guess they don't have... Maybe the reputation of being the ones who who killed six guys. Killing? Yeah, I guess but <laughs> they only killed four guys. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have the same numbers. <laughs> I mean, we see like Clemenza kill like five people in the space of this movie. Clemenza, yeah, yeah, oh, definitely. Even his own people. Yeah, yeah. Paulie. Oh, Paulie won't see him no more. <laughs> <laughs> um so also so in this, i can't wait in our musical version yeah that at the end of that scene the, yeah. that will be clemenza like the end of the song will be paulie you won't see him no more <laughs> that's very operatic <laughs> exactly <laughs> and those lights will fade so you think it should be all opera stuff or should it be uh, should it be should it be all like pop song I, like you know like you know i think opera would be awesome but to make it more accessible to the kids these days, yeah. I think it needs to be more like hip hop, like Hamilton, like Hamilton, and oh. or even like a lot of auto tune, like Holy oh, Island. <laughs> totally, you have Fredo I, as the comic relief. Like you'd have the funny songs and stuff. <laughs> um, so so so. Uh, Luca is holding a piece of like I guess it's an envelope envelope with cash in it so so he's so he's pledging two things he's giving money I thought he was just pledging his ever-ending loyalty I didn't know there was also a cash prize involved oh no that's yeah that's the gift that's so he doesn't say I give I pledge my ever ever ending loyalty and this envelope I don't think, well he doesn't with, say that right I he, think he says this is my ever-ending loyalty but he doesn't he doesn't say oh and there's money also in this Correct. So. Yeah. He just passes that envelope and it's understood. Right. Uh, I do. The Don, if I remember, says something right at the very beginning of this scene. Does he say something like, Luca, my friend, what can I do for you? Or how can I help you? Uh, well, Hello, Luca, my friend, my old friend. Uh, well, no, that's the next line is after he says, after my, for your daughter's bridal purse. The Don says, thank you, Luca, my most valued friend. Oh, that's it. My most yeah, valued yeah. friend. So again, we return to, that reminds me of Bonus Era. The friendship. Uh, the fr- it's about yeah. friendship. And oh, bonus- <laughs> See, Luca knew. That's why I was surprised he gave him money. Because I would have thought that the Don would be like, oh, most people come here, they give me money, dollars, cash, like so many nickels and dimes. I just want a cup of coffee <laughs> to get me through this wedding day. I'm tired. I want friendship and coffee. Yeah, so that's why I was surprised Luca did well, give him money. I think also. the difference was Luca was not asking him a favor. Mm, he was, true. again, he was sort of re-upping his loyalty. Yeah. His ever ending. Oh, maybe he said ever ending and he realized that it just ended because he said ever ending. He's uh, like, oh, I got to re up now. So he's the, he, that's why you had to give him the money. Yeah, the he, he wasn't expired. going. That was actually his gambling money for the <laughs> oh, night. But, no, well, no. Semantics. He saves the gambling for last. <laughs> so then Luca returns to his pre scripted monologue. Mm-hmm. All right, action. Don Corleone, I'm going to leave you now. Don Corleone. This is worse. I feel like my previous minutes. (laughs) I think think the only thing you can say is Don Corleone. Don Corleone, I'm going to leave you now. (laughs) Don Corleone, I'm going to leave you now. Because I know you are busy. Because I know you are busy. And then, uh, also, the other funny thing is that the look on the Don's face when uh, there's that one shot when Lucas starts talking. Oh, he's wetting himself through this whole thing. 
Well, it's it's funny because like the the Don he starts this thing, uh, Don Corleone. I am honorably grateful that you've invited me on your wedding day. And then they reverse the shower. They show like oh, yeah. Don just like staring yeah. at him, and it's hard to know what his reaction yeah, is. I guess he's just, just kind of like waiting to see. I think what, he's just what's, letting him do yeah, his yeah. thing. Yeah, because he knows like he's not. Yeah. Well, I think when Fredo he is, knows they've been standing there for half an hour already, and he's finally <laughs> getting to the point of why he's there. Well, I think I think the Don's letting him just work through his speech yeah, because. Totally. Because he's that's a nice Sant- guy. He well, doesn't, he's not like, come on, spit out. True. Well, also, he went through the same thing at Santino's wedding and Freddie's mm. wedding, and he already knows Luca needs well, like a good 20 minutes to yeah, get, to get through like two his, sentences. Uh, so he's just so, letting him do it. Although, that's a good point. Do they, <laughs> do they, does, I don't think the same rules apply with, because they all specifically say on your daughter's wedding day. Yeah. So, hmm. do you think on the day of the son's wedding, he's just like, get out of here. I don't know you want to flavor us today. Oh, if people come now. Yeah, I don't. My impression is maybe this is an assumption that people do not ask for favors on the wedding day of your of their son. Oh, right. Right. So yeah. so there wouldn't be that. But scene there would of still, him. Yeah, I don't think people would be meeting in secret in the office. Yeah. And there would still be pledges, of, the, but they, well, would they would still s- be giving gifts of money and celebrating. Yeah. But I don't think you'd have the inner office, the lines and the, the waiting for gifts and the insistence on friendship. And so why cof- is it the, the daughter's wedding brokering? day? Because it's less important. I think it's cultural. <laughs> Yeah, but what, uh, that's but, my guess. You know, what? let's ask our friend. Let's add this to the list. To ask our Sicilian American friend Tony Consiglio. Okay, let's put that let's, down on the yeah. list. Are you writing these all I'm down? Typing it up. All right. I do want to ask you a question about that. Oh, are we done with his speech? That is the end of his speech because then he leaves. Okay, Alex, have you ever me? Yeah, you personally in mm-hmm. real life, have you ever told someone or even thought about telling a friend or employer that you hope that their first child be a masculine child? Um, I've not done it. Uh, I've only done it quoting The Godfather. Oh, so not seriously. No, no. I'm hoping I've, for that. Yeah, uh, yeah. My I didn't think so, but my I, friend Pete, the retailer, uh, when he's like, "Oh, I guess he's like, I have to announce we're having uh, we're having a baby. It's going to be a girl." And I was like, "I hope your first child is a masculine child." And <laughs> my wish came true. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. I didn't mean to. I did not mean to wish. Though. Did you hand him a big envelope of cash? No, I took a big envelope of cash. <laughs> Oh, it's Fortunato. Yeah. How much all those nickels and... I just conf- I just mixed two. All those nickels yeah. and dimes in the bridal place. <laughs> well, that's also mixing. Cause yeah, that's what I mean. It was mixing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. How does Barzini... Barzini's more... Uh, oh, no, that's Italian. who says that. He says, uh, yeah. Yeah. But as the Don consolidates his power, how will we know? <laughs> well, we'll wait. I don't remember exactly how it goes. Yeah. We'll leave a little... To- Is it funnier if we get the lines wrong? <laughs> As we're trying to remember, I think no. Okay. But ideally, you want to get it right. But we'll I take guess it is kind. We'll it's take equally a shot. funny. It's equally. So I'll try. It. But yeah. how will we know? As Don Corleone consolidates his power, that he will share all those nickels and dimes in his pocket. <laughs> who who might want to? Have I ever refused the favor? Yeah. <laughs> they all have to draw water from the well. <laughs> I just realized Don Corleone has refused a favor. He didn't kill the attackers, Bonacera's daughter's attackers. Yeah. I guess they were talking among the bosses in that scene when he says, uh, when have I refused the, oh, when have I refused an accommodation? Never mind. Yeah, okay. That's an accommodation. Yeah, that's totally it's very different, different from totally a favor. Because he also refuses an accommodation with the Turk. Oh, yeah. He doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You know. That wasn't a favor. That was a, that was an accommodation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, with the scene, then we cut out to the, uh, back at the party festivities mm-hmm. and, um, we see the bride and the groom, mm-hmm. Connie, 
Cor- Connie uh, Rizzi mm-hmm. and, oh, uh, yeah. and Connie Car- Rizzi. Carlo and Rizzi, Rizzi. Uh, dancing. And They're, that's the, where the scene kind of ends. The minute mm-hmm. ends. They are dancing to a, to a song called the Godfather Foxtrot. Hmm. Did a little research. So it's a it's a original composition. I could not. I didn't do that much research. But I assume I, if it's I, called the exactly, Godfather yeah, Foxtrot. I'm assuming it was written probably. by whoever did the music yeah. for the film. Yeah. Yeah. The Nino, Godfather Foxtrot. Nino Ponto? Nino really? somebody. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because Why? there's a character in the book who is not in the movie, who's named Nino, who is a musician raised with Johnny Fontaine. Oh, strange. And Johnny becomes big, and Nino does not. Mm. And Nino's in the book a bit more. Actually, quite a bit more. That's ironic. Yeah, it's that, an interesting uh, side story. Yeah, I'm looking it up on my device but right now. But I don't now. remember the Nino's name. I can, I can scroll through and... Uh, I'm not sure where that was. Yeah. Nino, oh, Nino Rota. Made the Nino he, he composed Nino, the music for. Are you it. saying Nino Rota the music? <laughs> do, do you think it's a fake? Do you think that's a, someone's punking us? <laughs> Nino Rota. Nino he wrote the music. Nino wrote the music. So the Godfather <laughs> Foxtrot. That was that song. And yeah. I'll have to say, knowing what is going to happen for the rest of the movie, that Carlo and Connie look like they are so happy and having fun, mm. and I'm just happy for them. Yeah. You know, in life, you, there's some moments where you're just really happy for people. Yeah. Well, see, now you just got married, so you're all like, oh, That's I remember. Right. I wish those I, kids a lot of luck. I just danced to the Godfather yeah. Foxtrot. Was there anyone at, um, I did hear someone say at your uh, at your wedding, someone said, oh, they're such a beautiful couple. And someone, me, said, oh, it's only a matter of time before Andrew's getting his head bashed in with a garbage can lid. <laughs> <laughs> Referring to Sonny Santino? <laughs> Well, that, was, that was just, and someone's like, oh, The Godfather. I'm like, oh, did that happen to The Godfather too? Oh, you, <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. That's great. So, uh, yes. So I'd want to point out mm-hmm. when, so I'm very happy for Connie and Carlo. There is a guy yeah. right behind them on the edge of the oh, dancing right, right. circle who looks like none other than John Lovitz. Did you Ooh. notice that? Like a 1970... He's a little heavy set for John Lovitz. Well, John Lovitz is kind of heavy set, right? I don't know. Yeah, I could, I could totally I could yeah. kind of see it. Yeah. So you think it Go was back a, and watch the minute, He's a yeah. time-traveling John Lovitz. <laughs> <laughs> what was John Lovitz' big character? Did he have one? Oh, uh, well, that regular... liar guy. Oh, oh yeah. A couple of characters. What was his voice? Like. He's like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, see? In fact, I am the Godfather. <laughs> I am the time-traveling... Yeah. Yeah, I do like the Godfather. He does look like he's enjoying the Godfather Foxtrot, too. He's groovy. He's <laughs> he totally got this crazy is, yeah. 70s looking tie. But when you go back and watch the minute, just check it out. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. So, uh, anything else for this minute, for minute 16? Mm, not for this particular minute, but I have a note in my notes. and okay. That's a good place as, to keep them. Mm-hmm. As you know, Alex, I, I do the editing of our of our podcast and I go back and Wait, I, what? I, I usually, I usually lower your volume, raise mine and <laughs> yeah. I'd made the quality of yours all scratchy. So the listeners appreciate my voice more. No, mm-hmm. just kidding. I, so as I'm editing these podcasts, I noticed that two episodes ago. So in episode 14 that you were talking about star, the star Wars history and how Disney had wiped out. Yeah. Remember, do you remember that? Sure. Of course. And so as I'm adjusting levels and EQs and, yeah. and compressors, your voice got, significantly louder when you were describing right when you started describing how disney wiped out star wars history so i think you you were is it true you're sort of emotionally 
attached to that topic. <laughs> Maybe yeah, just I mean, it, it was spe- it was spiking. It was wow. in the red. Yeah, that's fun. It was distorting. I think it might just be because it's Star Wars, and I'm very confident talking about Star oh, Wars. Okay. Whereas The Godfather, I'm still kind of like getting my. <laughs> I don't. I don't feel like an authority on The Godfather. Yeah. Whereas I do feel like I'm an authority on Star Wars. Yeah. Okay. So, cool. Uh, but I'll, I'll try right. to keep that in mind for future. You should give me a signal when I'm doing that. Well, like, I, give me the man, thumbs I'm, down. Like. Zip it. Well, I don't follow the levels as we're recording. Oh, okay. Uh, but I, it was it was so bad. I almost went back and overdubbed your part because our sometimes some people say our voices are are similar. So I almost totally, went into yeah. it, but I wouldn't have been able to do it convincingly because I don't know as much about Star Wars. If there's a if you want to replace all my dialogue, if there's a way I could be on the show and not have to hear my voice, I would love that. If there's a way I can be on the show and not have to hear my voice, I would love it. How about sound? There was, I feel like there's an echo going on. Though, I feel like my, there's an echo cans. going on in my cans. <laughs> <laughs> I would never erase your voice. Just kidding. But I noticed okay. that. I just wanted to point yeah. it out. That's all I have for this minute. Well, all right then. So, well, what do we rank this one? Well, I've given this a lot of thought. Uh-huh. Normally, I I think of it afterward, but I get I gave it a five. A five. Right, five. Yep. Okay. Five. Because this is an Are iconic you? moment. Luca Brasi, uh-huh. his speech. It's part. It's it's funny. It's serious. It's, it's classic sympathetic. Godfather. It's sympathetic. Uh, but Luca messes up the speech, so I lower mm. it to a four. Oh, <laughs> whole point. But, but yeah. Brando's in it, so it goes back one higher. So I, it's back to five. I like it. What do you right. think? I'm going to say, okay, I'm... I and you gave, can disagree with me. That's okay. No, no. I give it a five. You give it a five. But, mm-hmm. as you said, I, well, I didn't penalize Luca Brazzi. I penalized <laughs> whoever was handling the set and let those kids just run oh. around and ruin the shot. Like oh Marlon Brando's gosh. here. You know, you got to be professional. Yeah. But, as you said, Marlon Brando's here, so it goes back up a point. <laughs> so. does, does Marlon Brando just bump it up one point? Automatically. Automatically. Yeah. So if it were a... If it were a three episode and mm-hmm. and something bad were it, it would drop to a two, but then Marlon Brando would just bump it up to a three or it would bump it up to a five because he's in it. So you're saying, do we say no, every no. minute with him is a five? No, no, oh. I, that's what I'm asking. I just yeah. want to make sure. I think he he adds a one point value. Yeah, I think he, I think if he speaks, if he shows up, it's a one point. <laughs> if he speaks, it could be as much as two points, depending Whoa. on how many lines. This one, he only has one line. That's so, true. so, yeah. It's not my, every line he has bumps up one star. Yeah, so let's keep that in mind. <laughs> I think if he's in a tuxedo, maybe it might even be a, a bonus point, mm. like a quarter point. Is bonus. that your favorite? Let's say you had to buy a, a Don Corleone action figure. Uh huh. Which which uh, you like the tuxedo one the best? Well, let's go over his costumes. You okay, go. you got you know, the tuxedo one. This, let's save this for our bonus. Let's save this for our bonus content. Great idea. Okay, uh, what am I talking about? Well. Um, in uh, like so many nickels and dimes, we are trying to uh, we started a Patreon account. Patreon, what's that? Patreon is a a way where people who listen to podcasts and whatnot can um, support the show by uh, giving us so many nickels and dimes. And so, uh, if you go to the website uh, patreon.com slash Godfather Minute, you can go there and and um, sign up. We're gonna have uh, um, different bonuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance. As we're about to uh, find out, we um, are going to record a little bit extra just for the Patreon. It's mm-hmm. just five minutes, nothing specific to the minute. Don't feel like you're missing any specific commentary. But like for instance, in this case, we're going to continue our uh, Godfather uh, 
outfit discussion. Talk about his different wardrobes, different outfits, how the action fi- which action figures would be best, which exactly, we prefer. exactly. So on. So go to start, go to patreon.com slash Godfather Minute and uh, check that out if you want to hear some more stuff. And there'll be other uh, premiums, premia mm-hmm. <laughs> too. <laughs> and um, if you want to do something that doesn't cost you anything, uh, go to Facebook. And uh, yes, in addition to following us on Facebook, we have Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub, which mm-hmm. is a, a group where you can come talk about the show, talk about any Godfather related stuff in general. It's uh, and that's the only forum where where Fredo gets respect, the respect <laughs> he deserves. That's true. That's true. Uh, all right then. So um, we'll be back next week with another. Oh no, that's not how we end this show. Uh, oh, so until next week, leave the gun, take the cannoli on Godfather Minute.